Yo, what's going on, guys? This is the Carson Comic Talk Show, episode number 84, and today, and of course, you know, I have obviously more football talk. It's what this podcast is all about, NFL slash college football, any topic, and I give my opinions and projections, and I do a lot of other stuff, and I get into a lot of other stuff. So yeah, but for today, I'm going to be talking about news from yesterday, and it's what I think about the Browns signing former Super Bowl XLVIII, also known as Super Bowl 48, MVP, and Malcolm Smith. So I'm going to be talking about what I think about the Browns signing former Super Bowl MVP from the Super Bowl XLVIII, which is Super Bowl 48, linebacker Malcolm Smith. So the Browns signed former Seahawks linebacker Malcolm Smith, and I'm going to be talking about what I think about this signing. I'm going to be going into a lot of of his really good statistics and juicy statistics, and I'm going to be also going into and diving into, you know, what I think the Browns are getting out of whether this is going to be a plus or a minus, and what are the Browns getting out of a veteran linebacker like Malcolm Smith, and how I think he will affect them and help their defensive scheme. Not their scheme, just will help the linebacking corps and will help the defense overall. So, yeah, guys, but before I wanted to get into the to st- but before I'm going to start, I wanted to go over a couple things. I do this every episode now. Oh, I, I've been doing this over the past three episodes. Um, it, whoever's watching, whoever's listening to this, whoever tunes in and listens to this, please tell your family, your friends, your mom, your dad, your aunt, your uncle, your, your family friends, your cousins, anyone who... You know, any one of your friends, anyone. Anyone who's around you, because please tell anyone about this podcast so more people can enjoy it and more people can tune in and listen to it. Because help me help you for what? Just, just listen. Help me help you. Help me grow my channel. And I'll, and then if you help me grow my channel with, with, with watching and tuning in, I can give you the content you want and keep, and keep uploading like I am doing. Like I've been doing so far. So it's a help me help you thing. Help me help you by telling anyone you know to tune in and listen to it. To listen to my podcast. I very much vastly appreciate it, guys. And yeah, now that I got those, now I got that out of the way, let's go sh- and get straight into it. Let's go. So guys, the recent and one of the big topics in news yesterday was that the Browns signed former Seahawks linebacker Malcolm Smith. Now, I'm going to start with some of his statistics. And by the way, Malcolm Smith, if you guys didn't know, was a former uh, Super Bowl MVP of Super Bowl 48, which is also known as, in Roman numerals, Super Bowl XLV with three I's. XLV-I-I-I. That's the Roman numerals for Super Bowl 48. So, yeah, guys, I'm going to dive in. I'm going to talk about some of his really good statistics. And, yeah, so overall, guys, he had nine total years playing in the NFL. Nine total years. Four of which of those years were with the Seattle Seahawks and Pete Carroll with the Legion of Boom. Two of those years were with the Raiders. One of those years were with the 49ers. And he was going to play last year in 2019. Um, He was supposed to play for the Jaguars last year, but he never did. But he did. Not only make an attempt, but he also did play, you know, a few games for the Cowboys last year as well. So he played with those four or so teams. He played with the Seahawks, Raiders, 49ers, and the Cowboys. He was supposed to play for the Jaguars, but he didn't. But he played for the Cowboys instead of the Jaguars last year. So he played for about 
four teams so far in his NFL career. He's about to play for his fifth team, and that's Kevin Stefanski with Baker Mayfield at the helm for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, for the, yeah, for the Cleveland Browns. So, yeah, guys. Like I mentioned, he spent nine total years in the NFL and split time with four different teams, Seahawks, Raiders, 49ers, and Cowboys. And now his best year... Statistically, and with his production on the field, but more so statistically, is his best year was in 2015 for all for for known as now the Las Vegas Raiders. But at the time in 2015, the team and the organization and the organization was widely known as the Oakland Raiders. They switched back back and forth to Oakland, to Las Vegas a lot, like a few a couple times. Now his best year in 20 was in 2015 for then the Oakland Raiders, but now the Las Vegas Raiders. Because he had 99 solo tackles that year. And he had two interceptions as well. That's some good, good stats for and production on the field for a guy who's not great. He's good. He was good for the Seahawks. He was a Super Bowl MVP of Super Bowl 48 um, when they, you know, just manhandled the the Paint Manning and the Paint Manning led Broncos. They just and and John Fox as the coach. They manhandled that team in the Super Bowl. Absolutely destroyed that team, forty-three to eight. Yeah, that was his best year in 2015 for the Raiders. He had 99 solo tackles, almost just on the brink of 100 solo tackles, and he had two interceptions to go along with that as well. Now another decent year he had was, or another good year actually, he had 86 solo tackles. I mean, was in 2016 the year after his best statistical year in 2015 for the Raiders because in 2016. The year following, his, he had all of his career in 2015 because in 2016, he had 86 solo tackles and one interception. Now, another semi-productive year, he had 34 solo tackles in 2013 for the Seahawks and two interceptions. So, those are those in 20, the, the year he had 99 solo tackles in 2015 for the Raiders and two interceptions, that is his career high and in, in terms of production on the field. That was his best year. Um, his second best year was in 2016, the year after his best year. We had 86 solo tackles and one interception for there, and then another decent year. You know, he wasn't that he wasn't that productive with the Seahawks only because they had Bobby Wagner, of course, and that the defense was overpowered. Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor, a lot of good guys in that defense. Michael Bennett. They had a lot. They had a lot of star players in that defense. That's why it's got the widely, or then it was known as the as the widely as the widely known name as the Legion of Boom, short for. And the short term is LOB. So those those are three decent years he had, and those are his three most productive, best statistical years overall. But the thing Malcolm Smith is most known for overall in his career is being named the Super Bowl MVP of Super Bowl XLVII, which is also known for the Super Bowl Forty Eight for the Seahawks back in twenty thirteen. That's what he's mainly, and that's what he's. That's the only thing people know him as. They don't know him as that too good of a linebacker. Bobby Wagner is is a was better for Seattle, and he's the best middle linebacker in the NFL as as I'm talking right now, as of right now. And yeah, that's just what Malcolm Smith has been basically. That's this is the thing everyone known has known him for. Everyone goes, hey. People go, hey, I don't know who that is, and then someone brings up, you don't know, he was a Super Bowl MVP for the XL, Super Bowl XLVII, Super Bowl 48 for the Seahawks, and they, everyone goes, yeah, that rings a bell. Now I know. So yeah, he's basically known for just being the Super Bowl MVP for the Seahawks back in 2013 of Super Bowl 48. 
Um, I think he was great in the Super Bowl. Um, he had a pick six. He had he made some great tackles. I think he made some tackles on No. Sean Marino, uh, Demarius Thomas, a receiver, Wes Welker, a receiver. He made some good hits. Also played very good defense in that overall Legion of Boom team. Um, started to split around a couple years ago, but they lasted about from 2012. Well, I'm saying like really Earl Thomas came in the league around 2010 ish. But the whole roster, I mean, the whole defense started getting that name as Legion of Boom, started being the best defense in the NFL, and quote-unquote, the Legion of, Boom, Legion of Boom and the most dominant defense in the NFL that we've seen in years. That really, that started to all come together in around 2012 through around 2017, and then they started to break up around 2018. But yeah, guys, now on to what? Now they got now they got all the statistics out of the way. Some of some his really good statistics or his good statistics. Now I'm gonna go over what I think the Browns. I think this is a definitely a plus for the Browns, especially because they lost their great outside linebacker or the really good outside linebacker in Christian Kirksey to the Packers. It was good for them. I'm gonna be talking about what I think the Browns are getting out of a guy like Malcolm Smith. I think the Browns are very, should be very, very, you know, not, I wouldn't say hard-headed. I think they should be very, very excited when bringing in a guy like Malcolm Smith. I think he will be a semi-leader of the defense. I think he will get the guys going, get the guys uh, to have some kind of confidence. I think he'll, he can be a leader in that locker room. Mal- Malcolm Smith has a guy was a guy who has a lot of experience playing the linebacker position in the NFL, and that's exactly what I think the Browns are getting out of a guy like Malcolm Smith. He's a veteran who has about nine years total of experience with four different teams, four different defensive systems and schemes. He's been around the league for nine total years. This is going to be a tenth year on his fifth different team this year with the Cleveland Browns. And he's been in on five different teams in nine total years. He has a lot of experience starting when he was on the Legion of Boom, also known as the Seahawks' great defense which is known as the Legion of Boom, on that team. He was a great player along with Bobby Wagner, as also who's a great linebacker, and he's the best middle linebacker in the NFL right now. He got way better from the Legion of Boom, obviously, because he's, he's more experienced, and, and, and Bobby Wagner's great. But Malcolm Smith was 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 decent. He was he was a, a little bit better than average linebacker in the Seahawks. He can make all those good tackles for you. He can get stops. He's also a good eye, and good. he has a good... Um, brain for football. He understands the game. He he has a lot of knowledge of the game. He's a, he has a great understanding how to play the linebacker position, what zones to line up in. Um, you know if he needs to switch, and he has great man-to-man coverage. And he maybe he's not as fast or quick as he used to be, but he still has a great understanding of the game. The concept he knows, everything he knows about the game has not faded. The only thing that's faded a tiny bit. He still. He still has a lot left in the tank. He's only been in the league for a little bit on the brink of 10 years, 9 years to be exact, with five different teams. So he's been on about four or five different teams, including the Jaguars. Well, he didn't play in the Jaguars, but if you include the Jaguars because he didn't play a regular season game, but he was in practice, so that's technically five. But four teams he you know, he was playing during the regular season with, and that's the, 40, that's the Seahawks, 49ers, Raiders, and Cowboys. He has a lot of experience in this league, and I think that's really what can mold 
the Browns' defense a little bit more together. The secondary is nice. The secondary is actually very good, to be honest with you. Denzel Ward is an underrated corner in this league. He's still young. He's going into his third year. He's a baller. He's a lockdown corner. He kind of reminds me of a Jeff Okuda coming out of this year's draft for Detroit and the Lions. Matt Patricia, same type of, type of corner, lockdown. Denzel Ward's great. Greedy Williams is also great. Greedy Williams was at LSU. He's great. He's a great, he's a great corner. Yeah, they have depth. They have two good corners, um, 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 Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams in the secondary. And they also got another great LSU product and draft pick um, this year. And it's Grant Delpit going into his rookie season this year. Now, he has had injury problems, and more so recently, I think it was either today or yesterday, he got carted off the field with a, with a, with a decently, you know, he was fatigued with it. It was it was a decently bad injury. It wasn't too bad, but I think he has he didn't attend practice today. He didn't go to practice for, you know, Kevin Stavansky and the Browns today. So, yeah, they have a good secondary. Two good corners with Denzel Ward, who's very good, in my opinion, who's very underrated and has potential to be a top 10 corner in this league in the future in, in a couple years to come. He's definitely a top 20, around the 15-ish 20 top corner in the league. Around 20, maybe a little bit outside, around there. Um, but yeah, Greedy Williams is also coming up. Um, I think last year was his rookie year. You know, Greedy Williams came out the year following from Denzel Ward. The year after Denzel Ward. Greedy, Greedy Williams in the bad. And they got another LSU product. And this time it's a safety. It's Grant Delpit. Now, I think when Grant Delpit was at LSU last year, we all know who the better player in that secondary was. Derek Stingley. Derek Stingley is a great corner. He's great. Great hand-eye coordination. Don't get me wrong. Grant Delpit was great. But I think Derek Stingley is in. He's on the LSU roster as of right now he will attend the draft he's definitely going to be a high in the stocks his draft stocks going to go it's not going to it's going to go way up if he balls out this year which he i think he will in my opinion grant i mean Derek stingley is unfreaking believable but grant delpit was good too i think the browns are getting a gem out of grant delpit he has good hand-eye coordination he has good reads reads coverage as well has a great understanding of how to play the safety position knows what he's doing earned his job Played very well last year for LSU. Played very well for LSU over the course of his collegiate career. He's good. He's a good guy. Now, injuries might plague this guy's career. Injuries could plague Grant Delpit's career. But he's still very young. He's, he's going through his rookie year. But injuries are something he's going to have to learn to cope with and not lose all his focus and not you know, get mad at it, throw stuff, punch holes in the wall, and cry about it. You can't get mad over this. Talk to a guy like Malcolm Smith. He'll tell you. Injuries are part of your career. It's going to happen. You have to cope with it. And when it happens, you have to let it happen and let it recover. You cannot play on severe injuries. But yeah, back to... So yeah, their secondary is pretty good with, with Denzel Ward, Greedy Williams, and Grant Delpit. And the linebacking core did lose Christian Kirksey, but you get a guy like Malcolm Smith, who they heavily needed in a veteran, who he is a veteran. He spent nine years in the NFL on technically five teams, did not play for the Jaguars. So he spent nine years total in the NFL playing in the regular season with four different, playing with four different teams on four different teams. But yeah, I think the, the thing that's very well, um, the line, the, 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 the lights are shined on this. We all know Kevin Stefanski 
I mean, the Browns' defense, they're getting a very, very, very good veteran. And the term good veteran means he's had success with the Seattle Seahawks and that Legion of Boom at the time. So he's a su- former Super Bowl MVP from Super Bowl XLVII, also known as Super Bowl 48 for the Seattle Seahawks. He has a very, very vastly a lot. He has a lot of success be playing decently well. I mean, he had a little bit of success. He was a former Super Bowl MVP back in Super Bowl 48 when they de- when Seahawks demolished the Peyton Manning-led um, Broncos and John Fox as a coach. Um, of course, Wes Walker was a great slot receiver for them also. And then, of course, Demarius Thomas had receiver. And I think Emmanuel Sanders was with them too. But, yeah, the thing that people need to know is Malcolm Smith isn't going to make every play for you. He might have regressed a little bit. He still has a lot left in the tank. And who knows? Malcolm Smith could be the gem and the guy that they needed on their defense to rally the troops and get them going and and put confidence in them. He could be the guy. He could be one of those chess pieces that maybe puts things to move things a little bit closer to make things almost fit all together to make their defense click. Because we all know the secondary is going to click with Denzel Ward, Greedy Williams, and Grant Delpit. That secondary is going to click now the second level of the defense, the linebackers. You lose Christian Kirksey. Oh, I wish they kept Christian Kirksey. They lost him They lost him to the Packers. He's a great outside linebacker. Now imagine if they had him as an outside linebacker um, off the edge as an outside linebacker and then Malcolm Smith as maybe your middle linebacker, more interior linebacker. Like, that would be so good. But, of course, they lost him to – they lost um, Christian Kirksey, gave him up. They lost him to the Green Bay Packers. But Malcolm Smith is a guy that will give you a lot of experience. He's a good veteran. He has a lot. He had a, he had decently, a decent amount of success in the NFL, and that's – I think that their defense will be very much – can bounce off that. They can benefit from having a veteran in that locker room on that field. Um, veteran, you know, calling all the defensive plays. Maybe he, he can call the defensive plays. Nah, Miles Garrett. I mean, and of course, as in the pass rush attack, you're going to have a guy like Miles Garrett. He's a great pass rusher. Now, Malcolm Smith, the second level of the field, their pass rushers are, and Miles Garrett's great. He's by far the best defensive end in the NFL. Not by far. He's better than J.J. Watt. He's better than Joey Bosa. He's better than Nick Bosa. Um, statistically, Joey Bosa had a great... T.J. Watt's a great left-outside linebacker for the Steelers. He's also a great pass rusher. He can probably play defensive end as well. But now, what the guy they are going to pair him with at that second level of the defense at the linebacker position are Malcolm Smith is going to play with Mac Wilson as a linebacker. Now, mind you, Mac Wilson is also a decent linebacker. He's fairly a little bit younger. He has a decent, a little bit of uh, some experience in the league. Not too much, not too little. Right, right smack dab there across the middle. He is a good, young, younger-ish linebacker. I think Mac Wilson also has great instincts. He's a good tackler. He makes those plays for you. Okay, sometimes he slips and budges and misses tackles, but that's always going to be there for a guy who hasn't fully got to his potential yet in Mac Wilson. But He's a he's a decent player. Mac Wilson's a good linebacker. You pair him with a veteran who's been nine years in the NFL and Malcolm Smith. That's going to be a good duo of linebackers. So yeah, I think the thing that the Browns benefit most from here, you know, and Malcolm Smith can help develop a guy like Mac Wilson. He can help, you know, put his hand, put it, get him off the 
you know, past the, the running line. He can help him, you know, understand the game to a further um he can he can help him get a further understanding of the game. He can help him process things better. Malcolm Smith can help a lot of a lot of linebackers on this defense. He can help them be better in big moments. He can help them. He can Mac I mean Malcolm Smith can help a lot of linebackers on this defense a lot in terms of he can help them understand the game a little bit more. He can help them with a lot of aspects and things on this on the defensive side of the ball that will help these line these other linebackers or younger-ish linebackers because Mac Wilson again Nine years spent in the NFL, was a former Super Bowl MVP, had a lot of success, a decent amount of success on the Seahawks. Now, he had a good amount of success on the Seahawks. Um, I mean, he, he do wasn't a, a former Super Bowl MVP in Super Bowl 48 when they destroyed the Broncos, for, and led by Peyton Manning and the coach was John Fox. 43-8, he wasn't, he didn't give, he wasn't, um, he wasn't given that award for nothing. It's not like he didn't deserve it. He deserved it 100%. He got a pick six, he made some good tackles, made some good hits. And picked up in coverage well, nicely well. So, I think the thing, the most thing that, the most interesting thing the Browns will benefit off of getting a guy like Malcolm Smith is he's a veteran. He's been in different types of locker rooms, especially four overall teams. If you consider five, but he didn't play for the Jaguars. Four different roster, uh, four different teams. He's been on four different defensive schemes. He's he's been through a lot. He's been through a lot of ups. Um, he's had his downs. He's had more ups and downs. He's had a lot of ups in the Seahawks. Um, of course, the 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 non-successful Raiders. You know, we're not not in the playoffs in in 2015. So I think the, what what. Kevin Stefanski is getting and putting on his defense is a guy like Malcolm Smith will give you a lot, a lot of notice that like he's a veteran. He will help younger guys progress to get a lot better. And that's the factor that I most am going to put forward. And what I most think about that helps them is the veteran factor. Like you get a veteran in the locker room and he's going to help them a lot with that. And yeah, guys, also not to mention, they used to have another decent linebacker in Joe Sherbert. Of course, he's not on the team anymore. And both of the two linebackers, former linebackers, Joe Sherbert and Christian Kirksey, were decent for them. But now it's just they have to rely on their two best linebackers now. That includes Malcolm Smith and um, Mac Wilson. So yeah, guys, I think what the Browns are most gaining out of getting a veteran like Malcolm Smith is, like I just mentioned, they're getting a nine-year veteran who's had a lot of experience um, of, of playing decently well over his career, of, of course, of playing with four different defensive schemes and systems and teams, Cowboys, 49ers, Raiders, and Seahawks. And yeah, guys, that pretty much wraps things up, and I'll talk to you guys later.